Welcome back to the Man Catholic Podcast. I'm Steve Priest. I'm Thomas Wirtz. And I'm Brock Martin. Today we're asking the question, how much is too much? This time. All right, guys. So today we're asking, how much is too much sports edition? Mm -hmm. Back when I was in college, I would watch all three games on a Sunday. The 11 o'clock, the 2 o'clock, and the 6.20 game those are mountain times and brock made a great point right before we hit record that you can actually watch four now on a sunday because of the the international games that Mm -hmm. are happening and this weekend they just started adding games to saturday as well so there's three on saturday you could watch there's four on sunday you could watch Mm -hmm. and the playoffs aren't even here yet my question is how much is too much It's a great question. And sports is amazing. Watching them, I think, is amazing. I have memories. As a child, we had this huge room. We called the family room, and there was a pit. So you step down three steps, built-in couches, huge screen TV back then that was like, you know, five foot deep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, huge screens. But, uh, boys, we had a a straight-up basketball rim that you'd put outside that was attached to... What do you call the drop in the ceiling that has like HVAC stuff? Kind of like a soffit, but it was... Soft faucet? It was big, right? But it was attached there. So we played some hardcore basketball games during the Phoenix Suns commercial breaks. Mm. So amazing memories. Indoors. Right? With the inside this. It was, it was a big room. Uh, we broke one window, I think. But um, a lot of fun around yep. sports. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, I, I've i transitioned my life. I work in the sports world, college athlete ministry, right? And I don't watch any sports. Part of that is because I, I, this is a personal testimony, so it might be off topic, but part of that is I realized as you work with athletes, um, it's, so, it's so much more effective to not see them as an entity that's mm. as an entertainer, but see them as a person if I have no idea what's going on the world of sport for the most part. That's interesting. Right? As I sat in professional athletes' cars and, and have mingled with them, just like, I, I don't know who you are, so it's easier for me to love you. Um, oh, that's cool that you're starting pitcher you're this or whatever or you were a hall of famer but uh but it's it puts me it it puts an interesting perspective on sport because i see men consume it yep nonstop all week now because there's stuff all week long and i used to love every night watching what was it sports center you see the highlights every night just Mm -hmm. what's on sports center tonight but i I think this is a great topic to kind of think about and it 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 builds well off when we talked about video games too because i think it's similar I, yeah. I love that point, Thomas. Um, and I think it's it's cool for our listeners to hear that from you because you are a former Division One athlete. You are literally, you know, at the Vatican with chairman of the Olympic committees and stuff and meeting the Pope and whatnot. And so I think on the surface, it could be kind of confusing why you wouldn't watch sports. But hearing you to explain that, um, I think is really beautiful. And I'm actually really excited to talk about this because this is, I think, an area I can grow in. Um, my wife will sometimes, uh, she'll sometimes nab me on the fact that there's always something coming up, right? So, you know, at the beginning of the year, we just were recording this just a couple days after Argentina won what was, in my opinion, the greatest World Cup final of Maybe all time. Maybe the greatest sporting event. Oh, unreal. Of all time. Unreal. Didn't watch it. And uh, it's crazy. It was, it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, but here we are, like we're entering into conference play and college basketball season. And here in a little bit, you're going to get March Madness. After that, you got the NBA well, finals, the, business, the NHL playoffs. They're not dumb, right? They understand this. An totally. Industry, this and, business, and in right? the springtime, you get the masters. And then in the summertime, like baseball's in full swing, which is actually my least yeah. favorite sport. So I don't really watch a lot in summer, but you have a couple major championships in golf. And then in the fall, it's football season. And that's kind of what's leading us into this mm-hmm. conversation. And yeah, there's a temptation 
to get up, you know, even if you're going to mass on Sunday to come home, get your cup of coffee, throw a game on, throw the yeah. second game on. They, they start three minutes after the other one ends. Um, and then it's the playoffs and then it's the Super Bowl and the college football and like, and then the year starts over. And so we, we've had different times in our life where we tried to be just more intentional about how we're spending time entertaining ourselves with sports. And in my mind, I'm like, Hey, sports is, you know, at least we're not, at least I'm watching this in my living room with buddies. I'm not going to Hooters or, I'm not, I'm not, the wings are good. I'm not indulging in entertainment that is by its own nature. Let's not endorse that. Um, not by its own nature bad, but I think it's something that's important to to just talk about and to figure out what is, how much is too much. I think it's incredibly important to talk about. And first of all, sports is not an evil, right? Um, same, same thing with video games. When we talked about video games, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in of themselves, they're not bad. They're not evil. Can they be over consumed? Absolutely. Just like alcohol and just like sports. So 15 years ago, my wife said, I have always been planning to marry someone who doesn't watch football on Sundays. Are you good with that? <laughs> Is this a pre- prenuptial agreement? <laughs> we don't endorse those either. Thomas. And I, I think we made some kind of an agreement. I can't remember what it was. I think it was just like absolutely no other game besides the Denver Broncos. That's the only team I'm interested in. And we lived in Kansas at the time and they were not on TV. So I actually went that first like year of being married without watching the Broncos. And then we moved back to Denver and all of a sudden now it was a little bit more relevant. And then it, uh, it got to the point where it's like, well, but love let me tell you why this game is really important mm-hmm. you know and it's not Funny. the denver broncos and uh i i certainly fall victim to watching uh, my fair share of sports i don't watch all three games in a sunday anymore um and if i watch a broncos game it is with the family or at mm-hmm. least with my son it is never unless you know my wife is out of town or out for the night and my son is in bed, will I sit down and watch sports completely alone? Mm-hmm. Um, so it is It is always sur- surrounded by community and being with other people and being an event and not just something else to watch. But I think it could easily fall into that category of binging. So you might be listening to this thinking, ah, I'm not really into sports. Like Thomas, I don't watch sports, but but I watch my fair share of Netflix or I am the video game person. Um, yep. Or maybe you're you didn't relate to the video game podcast at all and now this is you yeah which is why we're having that conversation so so i want to ask this question because i i 100 agree sports are not evil um it's the world I, I live in professionally right and and speak about the formative experience of sports especially youth sports amateur sports right the, the good Pope Pius the 12th has a famous quote he says sport properly directed develops character and the quote goes on right so there's so much good here and the church recognizes that professional sports is interesting i know that college is becoming different college football anyways and basketball with NIL deals, baby. Right. And so is, is it losing its amateur potentially? I don't know, but, but professional sports the, there, it is entertainment. Those guys are paid they entertain. So that's, that's interesting because it's different than youth sports and the formative experience. Hopefully they still get a formative experience in what they do. And that's a, a added blessing to them, but it's interesting, right? To, to stop and think, but why, and here's my question. Why do Men in particular, we're speaking of men. I don't care how many women watch sports. That's, we're talking to you guys as men. But why do men love watching sports? Mm-hmm. I want to see what you guys think on that. 
Well, this this came up in the video game uh, at the very end of that podcast, which is why we had a second podcast called What the Hell Just Happened? Happened. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I feel decently strong about it, and I'm victim to this. But I think it's important. But the reason I ask is I think it's important to understand what motivates us to consume it Mm -hmm. so then we can figure out how to find the right balance. Okay, so I think the first thing is we are like inherently created and called to greatness as human beings. We yep. want to be great. And if if we are not great it you know of ourselves, we want to be part of something great. Right. Yes. Like there's just this hunger for that's that. why gangs are so so prevalent, totally. right? Totally. This kind of stuff. Yeah. And and to pursue that, we typically surround ourselves with other people, right? And so, there is this sense of like community. This in in Denver, it's called Broncos Country. We are part of Broncos Country. If you like the Denver Broncos, is if you follow team? them, if you watch them, <laughs> you're part of Broncos Country. Now, I I don't really connect to that part of it, Thomas. I really don't. But when I'm watching the game, there's a certain thrill about it. Did and you I, remove your Broncos tattoo? No, but this, uh, this past, I don't have a Broncos tattoo, guys, (laughs) but this past weekend, okay, so here's, here's something super, I think, interesting. I was watching, it wasn't the Broncos because they're having a terrible season. I don't even watch them anymore. I was watching a game and images of the Roman Coliseum kind of crept in to me watching the Broncos. So here's 75,000 people cheering like crazy about this game on the field. Now what makes football different and, and the culture around football different now than Rome is that they were not getting entertained by guys Slaughter. killing each other. Yeah. Right. Like where that literally was killing literally, each other. that was the purpose of it. Now guys get hurt in football, but the, that is a byproduct of the sport itself. There mm-hmm. are injuries, but they are not for the most part trying to hurt each other certainly not trying to kill each other so there's a difference there but but that reality did still strike me yeah. that said hold on like i just got to check myself why am i watching this i want to mm-hmm. be a part of something great i want to be a part of the winning team the on the winning side i want to see greatness and i even attach you know part of this identity question to that especially our team yeah and so why i say yeah we won last week well, who won? The Broncos. Did you have anything to do with it? Not even anything. I cheered loud. But it like, still is we. Not we even won. at the game. I cheered loudly <laughs> at home. Like I literally yeah. had nothing to do with it, but I still say we won last week. Why? Because I'm putting myself into that situation because I want to be part of something great. And I, th- I think that's a real danger because that shows that I'm putting part of my identity part of myself, part of how I think about myself into this team game managed by a business, played by kids uh, in a sport that I have nothing to do with. Man, man, children. (laughs) Yeah, no. And you, Steve, I've heard you say in the past that if you are not being sold a product, you are the product. Yes. And uh, there's a total reality that they're, they're, they are selling us stuff with the commercials, but during the game, like you being in your chair watching, like you are the product. Mm-hmm. And there is something to be said about that. I think Thomas, to answer your question, um, and this spins off a little bit of what you were saying, Steve, you know, we are, we are social creatures by nature. Like we are made by a God who is father, son, and Holy spirit. And we are made for an eternity spent in that loving relationship. And the way that we experience that on earth is through our relationships with other human beings. And so we desire deeply desire community mm-hmm. and social acceptance down to our very human nature as part of our dignity made in the image and likeness of God. 
And there is something that sports does, and you you said this, Steve, about wrapping you into something that's bigger than yourself mm-hmm. in in a community that does. It gives you an identity. It gives you an ability to say, like, no, I am I am part of Bart Bronco's country mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Um, so that that's one aspect. And then I will also say a. And that that's true for both men and women. One that might make more sense for men than women, although I don't want to speak into the women's side of things, is just the the pure nature of competition. Um, there is something there's something exciting about watching competition, about watching greatness come against greatness, the best of the best, go mm-hmm. at it to and then when you actually get to experience some of the quote unquote bragging rights when when your city's greatness is beating the city that that you hate and that, you know, all these other people. And, um, I think there's, there's a momentum and a, and it's a little scary to say that out loud, mm-hmm. but there is a, like a subliminal momentum that you can mm-hmm. kind of get swept up in, yeah. um, that I just think we're susceptible to, and we have to be really careful about. Well, men need men to figure out how to be a man, mm-hmm. right? Your, your, your mother, your aunt, your grandma can only nurture you so far. And then at some point it has to be other men. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love that. Cause there is this element where a man can be, swept into this broader community of men battling, right? Football or any sport, there's a battling element, right? Where you're competing. And I think that is attractive for men because you feel a part of that, that gang. Or well, that, I mean, your heart tribe, rate, as that, we're sitting here talking about it and I'm thinking about different games, great my games, heart right, rate right. is increasing, mm-hmm. right? Like I, there's this adrenaline rush, even though we are just watching something on a screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's literally a physiological reaction that we have by watching a competition. Yeah, sure. And to end up on the air quote right side of that is is a rush. Exhilarating. It's exhilarating. And if we're not careful, that that rush can become addicting. And so I think that's why we sit down and and I could still it I I really could if I did not have a family I could watch all three games on a Sunday. Do you think it's analogous to the attraction of a movie like A Brave Heart or you know some of these army movies that we get drawn into a similar adrenaline yeah it's it's probably similar i mean you could you could binge watch a tv show you could binge watch Mm -hmm. band of brothers and there's still disorder there even though it's a great show Mm -hmm. right there's disorder there what about a book what about like getting sucked into brock i think i think anything i think anything like what what would need like unless okay unless you're binging prayers at carmelite like none right like yeah there's very few things where you could say i'm binging that and that's okay yeah i think i agree with that right like all things in moderation okay so here's another another possible way that or reason that sports can be so attractive or or suck us in is our desire to kind of be in the know i've noticed this in my own life like if things are happening in the nhl playoffs or the nfl playoffs or the world cup like there's there's something attractive about being at the water Mm. cooler or being with my friends and being like oh did you see this play oh did you see this news oh did you hear this guy got hurt um i think things like like fantasy football can kind of exacerbate that but yeah there's there's also an element of wanting to be kind of cued in in the know and Mm -hmm. again not sports but i think the news can kind of do that for some people too politics particularly for sports just think it's interesting because you recognize okay i'm I'm drawn into this for for good reasons but then i think we have to recognize and i think a challenge for us and i can challenge all of you guys because i don't watch sports probably as much as a lot of you is where else can you find that Mm-hmm. Like where else can you find that fulfillment in, in your masculine identity? And does watching sport 
watching a game on a Sunday going to mean you're going to hell? Heck no. Is it always a bad thing? No. Can it be a bad thing? Potentially, yes. You have to recognize your own situation, right? And this is this prudential judgment in that. But if you're finding that fulfillment always in sport and that's where you have to go to, that's where I would say that's actually more problematic than if it's two games or one. Well, it could be both, both, right? Depends on the game. But, But that fulfillment piece, that drawing who you are and wanting to be in the know, right? That also can be a problematic. Why yep. do you want to be in the know? Because you're insecure? Because you want to be that guy that knows everything and you're not okay to say, I, I didn't see it, no. What was it? Tell me about it. Can right. you stop making eye contact with me? When you're ready, you Brock. <laughs> so to answer your question, Thomas, what do we fill that with? I think true fraternity, true community. And I, here's the other thing. And we talked about this in a previous podcast, I think about golf, where you could go play golf and spend six hours with guys and talk about absolutely nothing, right? Mm-hmm. In the same way, you could watch a game or two games with guys and there's no real growth there. Mm-hmm. Um, so where, what do you replace it with? Actual friendship, actual fraternity, actual community. And so if you are going to watch games, mute the commercials and have real talk. Turn off halftime. I think those and, are great. Yeah. And have real conversations. Or go play football instead on a Sunday. Take a Sunday off from watching. Go play football with some dudes. Go on a hike. Uh, get active. Uh, so pursue actual friendships, actual community. And again, you can't just go play football and say, well, we played football instead of watching football. You actually have to grow in virtue together through good conversation. So is is, yep. is three, <laughs> how much is too much? I think it's different for every person probably and mm-hmm. probably for every situation situation as well. Um, but I think you kind of know when you know. I knew in college when I was watching three games by myself at home and not engaging any other humans that day, that was too much. Yeah, if you stop being intentional about yeah. it, there's but, a, there's but a you could be completely intentional and and watch more than a game. Yeah, and just ask yourself, if I don't watch that game, do I start getting cold sweats, right? Mm-hmm. Am I am I fully attached to that? Then you know that you What am I need what am pushed. I saying no to in order to say yes to these games, right? Because right? sure. we are saying no to something else. No, and to your point about not watching the Broncos anymore this season, after a couple games I told Alicia my wife like, "Why am I in a bad mood after they lose?" Yeah. And, That's and, a great and we indicator. honestly we honestly had to just I haven't watched a full yeah. Broncos game now in well over two months because yeah. I was just like, I need to stop. This needs to stop affecting my Sunday. It's like, a great indicator. If you are emotionally affected by the outcome of a sports team, you you should check. That. Or if you wear your team's jersey to mass on Sunday, yeah, that's then maybe that's, that's also a, a cue mm-hmm. that you maybe are too attached. Yeah. That's a great point. No, there's no unless. Uh, that's probably another podcast on what we address. <laughs> should wear to mass. <laughs> Guys, how much is too much? Uh, think about it. Ask people in your life. Uh, probably probably more than what, what's the over under here? I don't know. It's it's always safer Four to games, it, it's safer to games. lean to less than more, yeah, right? Absolutely. And I I think that intentionality piece is huge. Yep. Am I choosing to watch this game? Why am I choosing to watch this game? If you can give yourself answers to those questions and be satisfied with that, you're yeah. probably safe. If you start to pull crap out of your, you know what? Gut check. Yeah. Be honest with yourself and even ask. So Brock, you mentioned having a conversation with your wife. Yeah. I've had that conversation with my wife. Ask those in your life. Have a conversation. Amen mm-hmm. to that. Because you can justify anything. Totally. All right. That's it for the Man Catholic Podcast. Be sure to check us out on social media and share with your friends. Subscribe. We'll catch you next time. God bless. <laughs>